talking about something that affects so many people, but that nobody wants to talk about. Pornography. Speaking to individuals trying to stop looking at porn, and to spouses looking for support. This is Danny and Lindsay Pullman, a married couple who have been through this together. We're sharing a mix of our personal experiences, our experience as certified life coaches, and other empowering ideas. We hope this can help you on your journey. Enjoy! we introduced you guys to this idea of people pleasing in marriage and we kind of like got into definitions and what it looks like and in this stuff we started giving solutions but you're going to hear a little bit more about where that comes from today and I almost feel like figuring out what you want I feel like it's almost like developing this muscle that yeah. you've never had if it's something you haven't done a lot of or like you you know you set out your like outlay of life from age 12 on like I go to high school this year, and then I go to college or a mission, and then I get married, and then I have the kids. Like, so awesome, and I'm sure you probably did want those things, but we don't have to stop wanting things as we get older just because we didn't decide, you know, didn't, like, lay it out for lay it yeah. out for ourselves, you know? Yeah, so one basic thing that really helped me when I first started figuring this out, or not that I have it figured out, but started learning and <laughs> finding a better way for me, um, was giving myself permission to say no. Like, and particularly with Lindsay in our <laughs> marriage, like, even if she was ticked off, <laughs> oh, like, yeah. like being, giving myself permission to say no, even if she's upset, mm-hmm. and I would be squirming and like going a little crazy inside, like, oh man, she's upset, I don't <laughs> know how to deal with this yet, and, um, but I'm trying this because I feel like I need to try this, and... But man, it was so good for me to like even see what came up in my side of things when I would say no and she'd be upset. Um, So helpful, such valuable information in there. Interesting because I was like, I was like, I'd be pissed sometimes, but I'd also be like, that's cool. I was gonna use pissed instead of ticked, but I wanted you to speak for yourself there. No, I like I'd be mad, but I'd also be like, "Mm, yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah, that was wasn't that that funny? You were like after the it wasn't usually. In the moment where it's like, oh, that's so cool, he's standing up for right, right. was like, I'd be mad, but then later I'd be like, hey, yeah, he's, he's cool. Yeah, she, there was like party that <laughs> wanted me to kind of like start being more authentic to myself, standing up for myself, right? But then part of you kind of hated it first. When it too. didn't always align with <laughs> me getting, the dishes getting done right when I wanted to. Oh, isn't that funny? <laughs> okay, speaking of that, just yesterday um, <laughs> I had an experience with dishes where... Wait, no, we're... We're not human anymore. This, these things don't happen to us, right? I'm just kidding. What are you talking about? Um, <laughs> okay, so yesterday morning, it, we kind of have an arrangement with dishes. So two nights ago is normally when I would have done it. Part of me was like, you know what? The kids have been gone all day. We didn't go through a lot of dishes. I took them out to McDonald's for dinner. Um so maybe we can get away without running a load tonight. So then the next morning, <laughs> I get back from what, my morning call or whatever, and Lindsay has she's upset. I you know I mean well, at I least I, like I thought she was. I was like about to go out for a workout, but I was like I wanted to let him know that. Yeah, were you were you not upset at all? I don't know if upset. Why don't was you describe what condition you were bothered. in? I'm gonna let you speak. You were bothered. I was bothered. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'll let you speak for yourself here. It seems important Annoyed to you. Annoyed or bothered? I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Go for it, baby. Okay, so you're bothered. Yeah. Does that word work for you? 
Okay. She was bothered. She had this look on her face. She talked to me about the dishes. Why didn't you do it? I feel like when you do this, it just leaves it for me to do it. And anyway, I it was actually a really good experience with for, with where I was at during this particular moment. And I'm not always there, <laughs> but um, and it's good to pay attention to where you're at. Mm-hmm. In this moment, I didn't feel threatened by mm-hmm. her being upset or bothered. Sorry, bothered. <laughs> No, you can say upset. I don't care. Okay. <laughs> don't worry. Okay. So I, I didn't feel threatened. I didn't think, oh, man, something's gone wrong. I did something wrong. I'm screwed. She's going to not want to be around me. I, like, there weren't alarms going off in me. It was mm-hmm. like, oh, okay, she's feeling something there. And I wasn't threatened by it. Mm-hmm. So first of all, like, that used to never be the case. The fact mm-hmm. that this happens to me regularly now is so awesome to me and so helpful for our relationship. Mm-hmm. Uh, because then <clears throat> what I was able to do next is um, think about her request. And, you know, part of me could have, the old me might have more naturally been like, I got to get him done right away before she gets more ticked, right? <laughs> um, but this time I was like, you know what? She could be ticked or not whether I do these or not. If I decide to do this, First of all, I gave myself permission to not, right? If I didn't want to do them, I wasn't going to do them. Mm-hmm. Um, so I gave myself that space. And then instead of, I'm trying to say this the right way, not like for you. Um, instead of thinking it'll fix her emotions or whatever, I was like, you know what? She likes this and she likes the dishes done. Mm-hmm. I'm in a position at this moment where I have time. I can take it. It'll take me like five minutes. Mm-hmm. I'm and I'm going to do it, whether it fixes her emotions or not, because that's not why. That's, it doesn't work that way. Yeah. And, but it doesn't. I, I still had to do my own self-coaching on other things later on that day. Yeah. So. And I also recognized <laughs> there's part of me that really didn't want to do it at that moment. Uh-huh. Like, I don't really want to, but I'm going to. I'd like to for Lindsay. And I let, I let that part kind of went out in that moment. But it was a great experience, and I was just kind of looking at it, noticing, like, hey, that's awesome. Like, that... That was so much more helpful. And I was able to, like, stand there and just kind of, like, listen to where you were at in that moment instead of go running for the hills or check out of the conversation or withdraw somehow, right? Yeah, and I think it's kind of interesting that you bring this point up because I was thinking about how, you know, if we have some, like, belief that we are supposed to keep things, like, running smoothly at home, then when things don't run smoothly at home, which is inevitable, I think, especially if you have kids... Um, you know, what do we do as wives? And I know for me, like, as I've been doing my own work over the years, one thing, one pattern I noticed with myself is if like my husband wasn't happy about something, whether it was the kids or work, like had nothing to do with me, but like, I couldn't fix it. And like, I couldn't, whatever people please it or whatever, I couldn't fix it. And so I would like go for the pantry. (laughs) It was like my way of like avoiding the fact that I can't. What do you mean go for him. the pantry? Like I would go okay. eat something or like oh, overeat something. You so meant it's like, like just go hang out and no, hide no. in the pantry. No, no, <laughs> yeah, just go hide. No, but just like one of those things that's like I like I did want to. If we have like a manual for ourselves to people please our husbands in some way, first of all, we actually can't like make them happy. So then it's like we're trying to people please, but then we can't. And so then what do we do, right? And so for me, it's like going and yeah I don't know yeah I like it and then I think one other thing I'd add maybe you can do some of those cool quotes uh, that you had if you want uh, after that is uh, is like if 
if there is some like subject that is uncomfortable to talk about that you one of you feels the need to address together Mm -hmm. right whether it's talking about porn or an issue you know where you didn't like how someone how your spouse behaved toward you and you wanted to just kind of talk about it whatever um giving yourself permission to say no to these conversations is good it doesn't mean we avoid them all together but sometimes like i'm really like there have been other times where Lindsay might come talk to me about the dishes like that example i just gave and i'm not in a position where like i really want to talk about it and i'll be mm-hmm. like you know what like not right now let's talk about this later mm-hmm. um and and that's okay too right um but just finding uh, a time where you can both have a genuine yes about having this conversation can go a really long way right and respecting uh the other person's choice whether to engage or not right and then just keep in mind like if we didn't already say this like you you don't have to be everything to your husband right and vice versa so like if he needs to talk to someone about his porn use or his guilt or his shame or his urges like that doesn't have to be you for sure, it does not have to. Okay. Absolutely. So even if he's like, no, I can't tell anyone else. Like, honey, you do not have to. If you aren't in a place where you can feel pretty neutral while he talks about that stuff, like, you absolutely do not have to self-sabotage or self-sacrifice yeah. for him. It is possible, I think, for guys to figure out their porn habits and what they want them to be without their wife if they rely completely on other sources mm-hmm. i think it is yeah. right yeah for sure. but if you if there are ways you can show up for each other then of course we want to right but it, you don't have to be everything in every way for your spouse and yeah knowing when to say no <clears throat> can go a long way right and i think sometimes with like this if we're speaking about pornography specifically like you can share without share like oversharing right so like you know like if my like if your husband's like to have an urge like it's we don't need to know like exactly what the urge was or like what triggered her all the things like it's like a way to like if we can't handle like if we can't stay neutral while talking about those things it's like asking for details is like punching yourself in the gut over and over again okay so like you can get, you know, you can support your spouse in a way that works for you. And it's going to look so different for every couple. But, like, also, like, husbands, like, you know, if you guys are in a place where you're both working together on your own healing, you can let your wife know you had a hard day, but you don't need to know, like, she doesn't need to know, like, who or what it was that was, like, I don't know, that maybe, like, triggered an urge of some sort. Sure. You know? Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah, and I think just kind of respecting where each other's at, and exactly if you if you're both willing to be honest about what really works for you in those conversations, mm-hmm. instead of trying to like people please your way through it, then yeah. then you can both come from a place of more safety and um, it's so much more uh, constructive yeah. to do it that way. So then you're not shooting yourselves in the foot. Mm-hmm along the way right you're like you're able to both be healing and growing mm-hmm. and supporting each other in the way that authentically works for each of you mm-hmm. right so yeah, like okay that. so uh some of those you had some really good things you might want to read here yeah yeah so one of my colleagues um Bert castillo has some really good stuff on like people pleasing and unconditional love so i'm just going to kind of read you some some words okay so um a few of her <coughs> sentences so here we go Unconditional love has 
to always start with you and unconditionally loving other people is also about you. And you will know the difference because of how you feel. Okay. Another part she says is, do, do I believe loving someone unconditionally requires me to lie? Spoiler alert, the answer is always no. Okay. And then again, I'm just going to reiterate what we talked about at the beginning of the podcast. Lying is people-pleasing. People-pleasing is lying. And it is not unconditional love for yourself. It's the opposite. It's lying about who you are and not loving yourself with the condition of how you actually feel. That's good. Yeah. Unconditional love for yourself and for others always includes the truth and loving them no matter how they respond to the truth. So good. Yeah, I like that. I like that. I think, you know, sometimes we think they should respond in a certain way. Yeah. Because of how we think it'll make us feel, right? And, yeah. But... But the truth is, like, we can choose how we're authentic, but we also need to, like, we don't need to. We, mm-hmm. we also get to choose if we're going to just let them react how they want to react. Yeah. So I've got two more. Unconditional love and people-pleasing is never a thing. It's either unconditional love or people-pleasing. People-pleasing is always lying. It's always at your own expense. Okay. Last one. Let's see. All right, I love this so much because it really does start with you. If you're in a marriage and you are committed to loving your spouse unconditionally, you can't do that if you don't love yourself unconditionally first. That's a prerequisite. You have to love yourself unconditionally, including all of your opinions, all of your thoughts, and everything that feels true to you. So start with that. Mm, I like that. Um, yeah, that that reminds me of that other experience. Maybe I'll Uh-oh. share it real quick. Sure. Or should we end? <laughs> no, you can share it. Okay. Go for it. <laughs> I'll keep it short. I was getting coached the other day, right? And, you know, I've heard these things throughout my life. Like, oh, you hear women talk. Like, he's not making any money or what a mm-hmm. bum. Like, he doesn't have a job. Like, you're still with him? Yeah. Why are you still with him? You know, and people said this to Lindsay when I was – uh, having health troubles and not working for a time, and and their intentions were totally pure, like they sure. were wanting to protect yeah. me. Yeah, and I don't, I don't yeah. want to, I don't feel like I'm judging them for that no. right now. Yeah, I don't think I am. Maybe a little. I don't know. <laughs> um, the uh, <laughs> but people said this to Lindsay, right? And it's like uh, that's something. It's a painful story, right? Like, am I not worth being with? Um, so I was getting coached, and basically. After lots of questions and exploring, I realized, uh, basically my coach was like, okay, so then if you weren't like making this minimum baseline you have for yourself over 20, 30 years, as you've described, Danny, then like, should she stay with you? And I, when she asked that, I was like, oh man, like for her own sake, I think she should leave me. (laughs) And I realized like, I believed this story. Mm -hmm. Okay. So when we hear these stories these judgments that seem so painful to us like Mm -hmm. it pretty much always comes back to like how much you buy into that story yourself and so so this is just something like if you're people pleasing from this kind of place where you think that you're not worth being with like that's another uh valuable thing you can do for yourself is if you were able to build that relationship with yourself where Mm -hmm. you truly believe like you know what i'm worth being married to i'm worth sticking with even if I mess up with porn sometimes, even if I mm-hmm. do this, even if I do that, even if I'm out of work sometimes, like I'm yeah. still worth it. 
you yeah. know and that was another big shift for us in our relationship is when I started buying into like you know what I'm worth it yeah. <laughs> you know yeah and I'll say for me like I think I had a lot of those shifts more like in my career of being willing to shift into doing what I what I love more than what I liked doing right and so there's a part of me that was like ah like switching from CPA to life coach like there's like that people pleasing side of me that was like ah like what are all the CPAs gonna think you know what I mean like there's that like that side but then it's like when you and I think this goes back to those quotes about unconditional love it's like I just got to this point where it's like I love myself too much to not you know and like what if saying no to others and this isn't specific to like my career but like when people want you to do things what if sometimes saying no to others is saying yes to you yeah that's good lens and then let's talk about like your i mean i think we can talk about results like the results of you shifting into this person who loves himself more and him doing things that he wants to do because he actually knows he wants to instead of doing everything out of obligation how's that been for you what results in your life have you noticed when i shift to what i want instead of focusing just on obligation yeah I mean, like, how much more do you I enjoy en- your life? I enjoy my life more. <laughs> I mean, that's like, if you really sum it up, it's like, I like my life a lot better. <laughs> <laughs> and I've I've learned to like <clears throat> to nourish and develop my wants from an authentic place of like, you know, time spending with yeah. the kids or time spent with you or like, let's uh, paint a picture of that, like a father playing with his kids because he wants to. Yeah. Yeah, instead of thinking you have to to be a good dad. Like, what Mm -hmm. if it's just like, you just want to be a good dad. And you just want to play with your kids that day. Like, how much more fun is it to play with your kids because you see, you've given yourself enough permission to to not always do it or, like, so that you can see that that is actually what you want. So it's like you're loving all those parts of you. Yeah. But then going with what you want, like how different are your experiences with your kids or with yourself, like when you're working out or yeah. with me? I mean, it makes it makes all the difference and it's so much more sustainable. Mm-hmm. And that's something I'm I'm really working on is how do I make it more sustainable and more fun mm-hmm. um, and stem from a place of love instead of fear and healing. Mm-hmm. right instead of abandonment mm-hmm. and uh yeah so and enriching really cool. enriching my life that's like what i'm going for right now and i'm i'm making headway uh having a coach <laughs> i'm gonna be honest like have, hiring a one-on-one coach again the last few months has helped me have some major transformations in all these areas we just talked about like taking it just to the next level yeah. um making work that much more fun uh yeah and family life just all of it it's and you know what's awesome. kind of fun this work is so impactful so. you know what's kind of fun i mean we you guys know we live in france so we have like you know some people look at that as like this cool like fairy tale thing i mean it's awesome but there's we still have problems here but like you know talk about like your how fun your work is like you're doing the same work like when you figure out this people pleasing like even if you're doing the same work how is your work different like how much more do you enjoy your work day versus like when you're coming from a place of ob- a space of obligation versus like, how can I make this fun? How can I make this more sustainable? Like, do you notice a difference in like how productive you are or anything like that? Uh, yeah, I think 
I mean, I don't want to go too much in depth here. It's we should probably wrap it up in a second, right? Yeah. <laughs> but sure. how much more? It's hard to do a short answer. I mean, it's just it's just better. <laughs> like it's just better. I love it. In short, like yeah, it just is. Yeah, love it. So and you know, like this is one of the questions that was really appealing to me in my process is like, how do you make your real life uh, so genuinely good and enriching that mm-hmm. porn becomes less relevant and even irrelevant? Yeah. And uh, and I love that question, and I still am working on all of that, but like. I've come a long way and it's amazing, amazing to think of where I was and where I am now and then where I can get is exciting to think about too. So. Yeah. Yeah. So if this is you, like just know that like stepping into your own and learning, you know, getting to this place where you love yourself and you know, you love yourself enough to say no sometimes, right? Like Byron Katie says you that you can say, I love you and no. That doesn't mean it's going to be completely comfortable for you to say that and that the other person is going to respond in that way. But like unconditional love is like loving yourself through that too. Loving yourself through other people's responses. Okay. And just know, like, I love that idea of like, you know, not everybody likes a peach, but it doesn't mean peaches aren't amazing. Okay. So it's not other people's job to like me. That's my job. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. That's a good one. It's not other people's job. It's, that's my job. Yeah. Don't put that on other people. Start with you. Yeah. And then I will tell you guys, like, as I did more and more of this in my, for myself years ago, it was a different type of transformation for me. But holy crap, I feel like my tribe came out of the woodworks. Like, I found my people. So I would say I my current connections. Oh, that's a cool perk oh, out of this, huh? Like, um, it's okay. Here's the thing: your Ooh, current. Like, yeah, let's add this. Your we'll current... just do two parts on this podcast. I think. <laughs> I already decided that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I kind of thought so. My current tribe, like my current connections, <clears throat> got deeper. Like seriously, like you either go deeper with your current tribe, and then you find more people from your tribe. So I just have so many more relationships that are so much deeper and connected than I could have ever pictured like before being willing to like love myself the way that and some of the friendships don't like last through that right some of them like like some relationships complete themselves and that's totally okay it doesn't mean anything's gone wrong they just like they were meant to be for a time and then they complete themselves yeah but then like you being more authentic to you like would you rather have friends who like the you pretending to be something you're not or friends who like really see you the authentic you and want to be around you and love you like like how much less energy does it take to hang out with the latter (laughs) yeah and then you know like when you think about like when you got married like you just loved each other right and Mm -hmm. we have all this life stuff happen but like what if you can have that in your marriage too like you're uh, you're growing you're changing you're being authentic to you and you learn to like love yourself that way and Mm -hmm. love your spouse for exactly their complete package right Mm -hmm. like what if you can really create that for you in your marriage and it's so much easier when you start with you so when you can get to a place where you're loving your complete package i'm telling you guys it just comes so much more naturally and organically for other people in your lives so those you know deeply you love so get to know yourself get to know yourself deeply Stephen Cope. 
It's a good one. All right. Okay. Peace out. Glad you guys joined us. Thanks for listening. If you're ready to get unstuck, move forward, or just feel better about your life and marriage, please reach out to us, whether it's for both of you or just yourself. You'd be surprised how much progress can be made in your marriage even if one of you works on the relationship. Don't wait for someone else to make things better for you. For more information or to find out what it would be like to have a coach, visit our websites, lindsaypullman.com and dannypullman.com. Make sure you spell Pullman, P-O-E-L-M-A-N. For freebies or other guides mentioned, check out the show notes. And to our current clients, we love you, and thank you for letting us be a part of your hero's journey.